This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now for April 1st. Get $750 cash towards the lease of our 2024 NX350 all-wheel drive. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease cash offer and pricing details. Restrictions apply. Not all customers will qualify. Offer available in the Lexus Eastern area in April 1st, 2024. Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Welcome to the club, LFC Day Trippers Club, following a massive, massive win against Manchester City at Anfield. Uh, just three of us in the bunker tonight. We're going to have an interview chat between us. Blow your uh, candle there, Andy. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> a little bit less structured than normal because, you know, we we're, we always have a very structured podcast anyway with <laughs> agendas and all that. <laughs> with a few cry-offs uh, today. And uh, a couple of, of over, yeah, like. couple of legitimate excuses as well. Uh, Ray Dicko Dickinson was so excited he shook his missus and a baby fell out. So. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, and, Congratulations, uh, Ray and Dicko, uh, a baby boy here to watch the Reds win the league. <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, I think we're going to get stuck into the incident. The handball incident, just to get it out of the way, because I don't want to dwell on it too much. There's been far too much talk about it, in my opinion. No matter what, there was never going to be a penalty awarded. So I don't know why there's so much talk about a penalty and should it have been a penalty, because there is no possible reason it could have been a penalty, because it comes off Bernardo's hand and a handball cannot lead to a goal-scoring opportunity. So, Davo, what do you think? Um uh, like what you said there, I think the fact that the rule change is a bit different, isn't it, from attacking, an attacking handball to a defending handball. You yeah. can't gain any advantage being an attacker from handball. So, and then I read today, obviously, uh, that referee that, that's gone now, Bobby Madley, was tweeting last night, and there was an article from uh, Mark Clattenberg today, mm. both saying the same thing, that Bernardo's handball led to an advantage so the penalty wouldn't have, wouldn't have been given or wouldn't have stood being brought back and a free out. Um, so obviously <clears throat> I'd agree on that score. But on the, on, the, on the flip side of it, like if it happened to us, we'd all be screaming for a penalty. Mm-hmm. So I can understand Man City fans 
like down there no, over it. Well, I don't that, know. That particular one. I've been the, challenged. The trend on the second half is a lot of bollocks. His hands are right yeah. down. They're nearly on the ground. He has them that low. Um, that's a lot of bollocks. That's not a penalty. But I can see why City fans are paved over yeah. it. Or why, why, I can see why City fans are paved. It wasn't given. If it then got brought back by VAR, like the other two ex-referees are alluding to, then maybe they could say, all right, well, fair enough, that he gave it for that. But yeah. I, can, I can probably see why they're a little bit pissed well, off. Well, I can't personally. Uh, I've been interrogated to just some, to come up with some sort of admission that it was a handball because, you know, they're all red-tinted glasses and all that. I'm not accepting it. If, Liverpool, if that happened to Liverpool, uh, I could not be claiming for a penalty there. and I'd have to just accept that the that a penalty could not possibly be given. A handball off a handball can't result in a penalty. And if anything, I'd be appealing for the decision to go back to a free kick. Or maybe it's a, a non-challenge hot ball nowadays, isn't it? Yeah. With something like that. So it could have went back to the box and it could have been a, 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 an uncontested hot ball for Liverpool. That's, that's, that would, would be the best outcome for a Man City in that situation. And we wouldn't be talking about that decision only we went up and scored straight mm. away. And Man City had time to defend and they didn't do the right thing. So they were too busy appealing. And it's tough shit. It's 1-0 to Liverpool and what happened took away from the goal. Have you had to say on the handball incident, Paddy? Well, I, I didn't celebrate straight away. Yeah. But I did try and jump around on the one foot that I had in the middle of a pub. But uh, for me, it was it, it cancelled each other out. Now, it being in the pub and watching the match, you don't really see uh, Bernardo's handball. You just see Trent's. And then Sky keeps con- concentrating on, on Trent's hand instead of the first incident. But I think what uh, Darrow was saying there, that Man City are more grave that City stopped. Yeah. And we just... We just counter-attack went up the other end and scored and that put I think the, the goal put City off but I think the incident itself pissed a lot of City players off like Aguero was still giving out about it five minutes after we scored mm. he was still giving out every and you are like it was like that City needed that penalty to score that's what they that's what they needed like it was like I know it was really, really early in the game, but it kind of took the wind out of ourselves that they didn't get the goal or they didn't get the penalty, but then we went and scored. It was like a double hit. Mm. And we didn't get a penalty, but then they go up and score. So it's, I think it's even more demoralizing to them to see that, hang on, we're having hard done by here. And then they go and score and you're not even checking it. He's ending going back, but I think the referee had seen uh, videos this morning on Sky, like, the ref is in a perfect position to see it, and he waves it off straight away. There's no hesitation. He makes the decision straight away, and the game goes on. He waves it off. Yeah. Players are run towards him, and he just takes off and follows the game. Yeah, I think in in that situation, just like just remove the Bernardo handball for a second. A ball hits uh, Trent. Mm. I don't think anybody is in a better position to judge that than a referee five yards away, yeah. standing face on, yeah. because. He gets to see that real time, mm. and he gets to see Trent's natural movement. Trent, Trent is going to try and make his body a bit bigger, but I don't think he purposely moves his arms out. I think it's a no. natural reaction. So he hits his hip first, and then yeah. he hits his arm. Exactly. Which is, well, what yeah. can he do? I know, like, sounds, I, mean? I, know, I know it sounds stupid, but he's trying to make himself, his body bigger by spreading himself. He's try, he, he, think that the, he thinks he's aware of a side of him, and he's 
Trent is kind of trying to go onto the half turn in case Aguero gets the ball and opens out ready, as well, yeah. trying to be trying to be ready. So he's just kind of turning his body or about to turn his body when it hits off him. But like the Villa game a couple of weeks ago, Liverpool there was a Stonewall handball in the Villa game. Uh, I, I, I think it was Mane that hit a shot yeah, and the defender torn his, his arms up his hand and he, he he puts his hand out to the side and saves it with yeah. with his hand. His and hand's actually high. Yeah, it's yeah. He, he, He's kind of jumping and he turns and has his hand out. That wasn't even a fucking bar review. No, yeah. Same it was. He just got it in the yeah. got it got the word in the air. Now nothing to see there. Keep going. Yeah. Like that. It's like I don't think. I don't think they're taking like 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 he's like mentioned there. Michael Oliver seen it and like what was said an awful lot after the Firmino armpit offside thing by a lot. The Lions man flagged it, so. He made the decision, so clear and obvious error. Mm. Um, so it wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been brought back because the Lions man had given it. But Michael will never seen that. So in yeah. his in his head, he's like you said, perfect position, two yards away. A second later, like Paddy said, no, no penalty, keep going. Yeah. So that, they didn't need to be. He'd seen everything. He needed that's to be in, in, in real time. Yeah. We might have we might have another uh, little var uh, winch. I think it's a should be a regular feature at the moment. Everybody yeah. else seems to be doing it. But we'll um, we'll talk about the goal. It goes in. It's an absolute Framer. wonder strike. And Gary Neville and Martin Tyler are <laughs> absolutely raging. Sick. They are seeding. <laughs> they are fuming. Fucking <laughs> snapping. <laughs> snapping. <laughs> And uh, Tyler even says, uh, as Carragher says, what are you going to do? And he goes, give the penalty. That's <laughs> he is dying for that to be overturned and a penalty to be given to Man City. That is his dream outcome. Without even seeing the incident again, that was his dream outcome. But and it took it just took away from the goal. The goal needs to be appreciated. We're talking about Fabinho um, since the middle of last year. We all are, all fans, how quality he is in his um, defensive role in the midfield. Yep. How high he's pressing teams, winning the ball, how quick he is in the transition to pass the ball and pull people into space. And it's just his awareness, everything. Now he's after adding a goal. His awareness adds to the goal. His awareness adds to the game so much that he actually, when he picks the ball up, he, if, he, if he swings his left arm, it doesn't go anywhere near the goal. But he actually sets it for himself yeah. and smashes it. Like and like, I think uh, Gundogan tries to clear the ball, and I heard. Uh, I think it was I heard some point the saying, "If you're a midfielder defender and you're clearing the ball in your box, you try and lift it and get it out of." But mm. he just kicked it, and he just Fabinho picked it up and just smashed it. Keeper was getting nowhere near it. Yeah, because Owen's on his heels. Yeah, and he's he's done his best to just get the ball yeah. away. But that was part of City's mistake when they were so busy appealing for what happened to the other end. They end up sitting on their ass on their own six-yard box yeah. and left acres of space for our midfield to run into. And uh, Fabinho's exploited all that space. Well, he just put the ball in front of him. Their heads, are, they're like, anyone that's ever played a game of football or whatever, their heads are just gone there for 30 seconds. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. fucking in a rage are going, that's mm. a penalty. They're about to, only Liverpool are attacking. They'd have been all fucking around the referee. So, but, but their head is absolutely gone. They're making bad decisions and it's obviously a scream of a strike but I didn't didn't necessarily agree with Neville tried to take a bit of shine off of blame the goalkeeper I, I didn't think actually Mourinho actually they asked Mourinho about it after and he said nah he says keeper's not a fault there he just goes it's a great strike 
And you can see it from behind the goal. He's got two players mm. in his oil line. Yeah. Bravo. So he sees the ball that late and it's such a good strike. He's never, he's never getting to it. Yeah. I think the, I think the, I think the Ederson not being there has been a bit over-egged a small mm. bit. I do like Ederson, but I, I, I didn't think, like, I, I didn't think, Bra- I didn't think Bravo was at fault for that goal. And I know we'll come to the, the Mane goal. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought he was unlucky for the Mane goal as well. Mm. It was, it, Mane was that close to, it was a brilliant cross. And he's that close to goal, heading it. He's no chance. He, he, he can't really do it in the goalkeeper. No, yeah. Man, he heads it in onto his hands, and he, he's getting back, and he pulls it in. So he's I thought it was that way yeah. when he heads with his hands. I hand thought, it, I thought they tried to egg that like Sky over egg it a bit. Now the fact that Edison was missing, maybe in the playing out from the back, he's a level above. But like, Bravo played for Barcelona for fucking four yeah. or five years, yeah. won Champions Leagues. He was absolutely, he was excellent at Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Coming to England, fair enough, hasn't worked out for him uh, as much as he would have liked, but he was absolutely excellent at Barcelona. So fair enough, there's a there's a level above to go with Ederson. Um, as as regards playing out from the back and that, but I thought Scully tried to over-egg that now small bit. Yeah, I, I did too. Uh, it looked to me like his positioning was perfect. And from the camera behind the goal, you can see the defender is right in front of the strike mm-hmm. and it comes down to the defender's right-hand side. And what can he do when he make an attempt to dive into the corner? He's he jumping from the middle of the he goal. He can't take a step right. He can't no. set himself. Because he's leaving yeah. at the massive left-hand side of the goal yeah. open. And if, if, the, if Fabinho opens his body up and rolls it and his weight is on his right after taking yeah. a step, it's in the net again. And you'd then you're going to go, what are you, what are you doing there? Yeah. You'd expect the right footer right to ping it down the right hand yeah, side. Exactly. Anyway. And that's, that's, yeah. that's quite, that's kind of done him as well with it being such a good strike. Yeah, yeah. The, the strike was was quality, uh, Paddy. Uh, you know, one of those where uh, <laughs> it makes that noise in the back of the net. Like, it's like when you throw the ball and play basketball, it just swooshes through the net. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I think it was uh, I think it was the camera falling yeah. that made yeah. the noise because they they showed the ball hitting the camera goes down yeah. and it kind of just flashes off it. But uh, that that noise is just so satisfying. Yeah. You know, we're we're only five minutes into the game. One nil up, dream start. Do you reckon he thinks it's him when he hits it? Oh, he knows, yeah. But do you know the other thing? That one of the lads, one of the lads was saying the WhatsApp group: the Liverpool players don't run over to him and celebrate. They're kind of walking over to him, and they're all looking at the ref. If you see when Yaldum and Lovren, mm. they're behind him, they're looking, and Mane is walking towards him, and Mane is looking back as well because I don't think they're sure if it's yeah a goal or not. Yeah, it's a subdual celebration. Do you know what I mean? But that's happening a lot. I know, like you mentioned the. Uh, VAR feature everyone else is yeah. doing it but it's like it's happening a hell of a lot as regards like even even when goals are going in I'm kind of at home going you're off the chair but you're kind of going this yeah. going to be fucking poor like, your man off Newcastle didn't celebrate the weekend because yeah. he didn't know he was onside and someone, he was onside someone come he scored up a goal and didn't celebrate someone uh, came up with a good solution that uh, to sort of flow the game doesn't get affected um, no decisions get revealed to the end of the game, <laughs> <laughs> and you just change the score. So you yeah, just, yeah. yeah, you just look back on all the decisions and then determine the score. So you leave the ground thinking you won two 0 You get into the car and you lost four. I reckon there'll be, be football stadiums on fire all over England. There'll be the place will be burned to the ground all over the shop. Yeah, um, but like, like that, City probably started the stronger. They had all the possession. You know, they look potent in attack. Mm. They look like. Not, they didn't have us on the ropes, but they had they had balls flashing across. Yeah. My biggest concern now with Liverpool at the moment is conceding free kicks between the halfway line and the mm. eighteen yard line. Holding that line. 
holding that line. Hoping Vire catches it. That's yeah. what it's, they're hoping, not hoping the lines, they're hoping Vire catches it, it's reviewed and, yeah. because that, in, in fairness, they are holding it. And you could actually see in City were leaving a runner deep. Yeah. And they were, and see, the, the rest of the lads were stopped and the, whoever was the, the chosen runner was just running and as he was kicking it, he was perfectly in line, he was in, cause I think Aguero should have scored from, from one. And Sterling. And Sterling. And it's just, uh, they must have a drill to a tee, but it's, it's like against the, was it West Ham or was it Villa? Villa had a time, Villa had a down for perfection yeah. as well. Villa had, well, firing the ball in and they had that run right and everything ready to go. And that's probably our only Achilles heel at the moment. But other than that, like, it's just, we were cold. He, yeah. I thought, I thought it was kind of an equivalent to like when they say teams got cold or a boxer got cold early or whatever. We just, we didn't start at all. We looked huh. nervous. I think their formation probably might have bamboozled us really. It was kind of like a 4 4 2 with the Bruyne playing up beside mm. uh, Aguero. Aguero. And then they, they pressed high. So it was kind of like they'd six bodies and Liverpool were trying to get out. I know quite people say the Bruyne played in the tempo. I thought early in the uh, in the game he was very high as mm. in up beside, up beside Aguero. 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 Yeah. And uh, we just. We we got we were cold, we were cold and but then to go down the pitch with two attacks and go scored twice. You're kind of scratching our head when we were telling yeah. look, I was kind of sitting there scratching my head going, we've only been over half twice. Yeah, well, I, I think look, City City came there, they'd no choice, six points behind, but to go for it, it's it's one of those scenarios. They have to come there and win. Mm. The draw's not really good enough. They have to come in and try and derail our uh, season by coming at us and maybe laying down their marker, and it didn't pay off. Like we caught them on the break, no team really does that no. with us anymore because of how dangerous we are and we just showed how punishing we can be when we do break away well the other thing is like if you look we we didn't do anything for the first 20 minutes we're two up and listen to Cloud talking about it, he says you can't go and play City at, you can't go and play City the way City play football we had to drag them into the way we wanted to play the game mm. and it, it showed City were knocking the ball around and doing everything they could but as soon as we got it we were gone, like, the, like from the handball, as we are saying, like, 22 seconds later, rugby around the pitch and the ball's in the back of the net. Yeah. Like, that's lightning quick. Do you know what I mean? And that's, that's one thing, like, that, that we have to give, like, obviously the manager for is, like, I know City didn't have so-called centre-halves and stuff like that, but that's still probably one of the most expensive sides, sides ever assembled in, in world football. Yeah. If you look at it. Now, I know we, we were, as Davros says, we're cold, Coming out, but I still think like we, were, I still think we, we, it sends that sends a signal now to the rest of the league that the best team, the other best team in the country has come to play and tried to play us out the park, and they were out of the game. Well, went out of the game, but they were two 0 down after twenty five minutes. It's and yeah. it sends and and the games we've been winning and the manner we've been winning them, I think as uh, I think it was Michael Allen said, it, he said years ago Liverpool didn't have that mentality of being champions now. Granted by European champions, mm. but if if City were two 0 up after twenty minutes and not and played the way we did, Neville Carragher and any other pundit would be saying that's the mark of a champion. Yeah. You don't play well, yeah. you're winning the game. That's exactly what they'd be saying. That's mm. that's that, that's and exactly that. But saying. that I think that's the mentality that has torn in the club. And actually, listened to an interview with Jordan Henderson. And he said. Talking about the manager coming in, and he said, "I'm I'm on board with what the manager says." He says because the the manager is trying to turn every older fan that is nervous about how we play and what we do into believing that what we can achieve, yeah. and everybody's buying into it now. Like there's 
the squad is so like the squad's not massive, but the lads that come in do a job. Look at Origi, Chamberlain, even Lallana, even get on to Lovren. I thought Lovren was my man of the match last night. I love. I thought Lovren was brilliant. Now feel shaky at the start, but it was quality for me. I have to say, really, really. Yeah, no, you, I, I was very impressed with him as well, and uh, it's it can only be a positive thing that uh, guys coming in beside Van Dijk, whether it's Gomez, Matip, or Lovren, are turning in these performances. Yeah, we know that the next mistake is probably only around the corner for Lovren. But we just got to hope that it doesn't cost us. We've been conceding goals in every game nearly, mm. and we've recovered. So but, look, it, until as long as Lovren stays in there. Am I winning? Yeah. Well, okay. Like we, oh yeah, I said it before in the pod, like Lovren plays well in the big games and he does. Yeah. He turns up when it matters and I know he might play the likes of Aston Villa and he has a brain fart, but he's like, I think yesterday showed what he can do. And, and another thing I wanted to say, Robbie says, is it with Henderson? Hmm. Anyone who gives out about Henderson after last night is like, I don't think, I don't think you understand the role that the chap was being asked to play because when he came off the pitch, there was nothing left in the tank. Absolutely nothing. I've listened to loads of podcasts, loads of interviews, and every single person said he literally covered every blade of grass in the pitch last night. He was everywhere. Yeah, yeah he had to be. He had to be replaced by two right. You know, we we end up in a situation where we two right backs. Yeah, like every doing time the job that he was doing. Every time Sterling got the ball, Henderson was. Burning down on him. If, her, if Henderson was, uh, if Sterling was one on one with Trent, Henderson was no more than fucking five yards getting in behind him. And yeah. that's, and that was, there was Henderson sacrificed his game, but like we've seen towards the end, the cross he puts in. Now, people might say it's lucky, people might say, ah, he just got space and he whipped it in. But that's a quality ball. Like yeah. if it's any, if it's a foot lower or if it's a foot to the left, no one's getting near it. Cause Walker actually thinks it's going with. Walker thinks that if you watch the game back, watch when Manny, the, the view behind the goal, Manny, Walker actually looks at the ball and then looks as if to say the ball's going past him. Mm-hmm. And then when he sees Manny, you see his face drop. He's like, <clears throat> he wasn't expecting him to be there. Yeah. Look, I, <clears throat> I can't tolerate the Henderson haters. Um, uh, they're, they're my new FSG outists. Oh, right. <laughs> they're just, they're, they're just still, they're still in existence. Yeah. And they're waiting for any chance to criticise Henderson. Yeah. They'll never, ever, ever be happy. Be happy and just accept well, like, that they were completely wrong. Just like say what you see, fucking when you're watching the game. Mm. You know what I mean? I've like I'm not a fan of Lovren whatsoever. Yeah. He was excellent yesterday. With yeah. Andrew, absolutely excellent. I appreciate what you say. It probably is around the corner yeah. the next yeah. week, but hopefully we get away with it. Hopefully it doesn't happen. It may not happen. Henderson, I've, like, if I think he plays, played poorly, I'll say he played yeah. poorly. When I think he plays well, I'd say he plays well. I thought he was excellent. Yeah. And it just showed, I think, one of the things that hasn't really been highlighted, I don't think, is how well, between the two of them, they defended Sterling for the 60 minutes, say, that Henderson was yeah. on. I thought, I thought Sterling was brilliant. Without yeah. getting a goal, I thought he was, he was brilliant. People he's have, really, he's a, he's a top, top, he's top a player. Yeah. People have been t- talking about, uh, Sterling's performance, you know, from the city side, yeah. saying he was excellent, he was our best yeah. player. Um, a lot, lot of Liverpool yeah. fans have said that he was excellent for them. And then people have been producing these, um, 
uh, stats like that. He, you know, he'd zero chances uh, on goal. He'd zero this. Yeah, he'd zero you watch that. the game with your Create fucking eyes, it. like. Yeah, if you watch that game with your eyes, you can see that Sterling caused was, Liverpool oh, problems. Castle, and yeah. Liverpool and had to double up with them. Yeah, and it was in particular when Henderson went off after that yeah. trend started treading water a bit. Yeah. He tried to get Ox on. They had to get Gomez on. Yeah. Then they had to because Henderson and Trent between them. Now it doesn't always happen. Sometimes they're a bit off, whatever way the wave yeah. is on teams. They all look like they're going to get in down that side. Yeah. But yesterday, the two of them were excellent. Yeah. Re- really good. And like, you pay the moise with the cross. Like, that's, yeah. like, that's, man, he heads that probably two and a half yards from the goal line. But the keeper has absolutely no chance of going and get anything on that. The quality is so yeah. good. Let, let's talk about the, the units there yesterday. The, the front three, how they, uh, defended and attacked as a unit in the midfield, supported them and, and they defended and attacked as a unit and the defence, in particular Trent mm. and how they attacked as a unit, like they were setting traps all over the place. Um, City liked to play possession football. Mm. They, they limited City to 45% possession. Mm. City are generally kind of holding the ball 80% in games. Yeah. Liverpool limited to 45% and all because of how we defend as a unit. Un- unbelievable how the front three uh, follow the follow the ball so closely together. They're watching all the angles and they're getting it there. And all that happens when the ball moves past them, it's into the next problem, and then it's into the next problem. We win the ball back. Uh, Trent gets on the ball, plays a left footed <laughs> pinger, a left footed <laughs> pinger. Like the fellas unstoppable <laughs> with his uh, range of passing at the moment, his right foot, and then he plays a left foot pass straight into um, Robertson's. Stride, and then he delivers a ball that's undefendable, and the clinical, the clinicalness of our front three again. Salah puts that ball away. Another quality goal. They were trying to kind of pick it apart a little bit in in the Sky Studio after the game, and company kind of just stopped them and said, "Look, you can try. You can say you could have done this, and you could have done that." He says the quality in that goal. He says is fucking outrageous. Yeah, you're talking. Yeah, you know, seconds. He just, you're talking he just seconds. Said, yeah, he says. You're, yeah, he says you're talking. Really could uh, Fernandinho have stayed in his feet and not slid? Could he have cut it out and, and this that? And company just goes. No, he just goes. That's. He says that's. You can't do anything about that. Yeah. He says that's that ball across. He says is just undefendable. Yeah, absolutely. You can talk about doing this and doing that. He just goes. Sometimes you just have to say that's it. Yeah, it was twenty seconds from when they won the ball. Um, hmm. The incident in the box to when they scored. I'd say it was about. 15 seconds from when Trent played that uh, Trent mm. when the ball was won back and Trent played the ball out to Robertson and it was in the net teams don't have the chance to reorganise get back into their shape get uh, bodies uh, on on the players watch where everyone's going it happens too quick and it doesn't matter if you're Man City or Burnley or Brighton you're getting was, punished mm. like people, people see a lot of videos on YouTube and, and stuff like that and people are saying like how do you stop Liverpool's fullback? And Graham Hoddle actually turned around and he said, he says, you, you can't. He says, because if you stop the fullbacks, he says, then you're letting the likes of Wijnaldum and Henderson. He said, if you double up on the fullbacks or try and cut off the corridors and stuff like that, he says, you're just leaving space somewhere else that Liverpool will exploit. Yeah. And, uh, and he hit the nail on the head. He said, that's something that Liverpool have worked on. Obviously, he says, they drag City to one side. Yeah. The ball comes back to Trent and Robinson is on. He said it's obviously something that they've been walking on time and time again because it happened the last couple of games. It's not the fourth time it's happened where the two of them have combined and actually when uh, uh, Robertson scored. Mm. 
but you see the videos and they explain like that Henderson gets the ball and he plays it into Salah and then people step over and the ball comes back and then it's switched and then City are trying to regroup but like if you give if you give any professional footballer a bit of time and a bit of space he's going to pick out a pass but Trent's passing is just it's outrageous it's ridiculous it's Actually, someone even said it's, it's like Gerard Escar. It's what's that chap that commentates with uh, John Aldridge of Liverpool? What's his name? Steve Hunter. He said it. He said it's it's a cross between Gerard and Alonso. That's why he. That's exactly what he said. He said it's different. Now he's a young lad. He's twenty twenty one years of age, but like from the start of the season, he's just got better and better. Yeah, I think it's I think it's out of uh, Gerard's book of passes. Mm. Yeah, the way he plays the ball. See, the, the the front three. Uh, the front three for the start are that good, arguably the best in the world, but they play that narrow. The spaces are there for the fullbacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Going back to that quality, they're that good. You can't just forget about them and worry about the two fullbacks because yeah. Liverpool are, if, if you want to force Liverpool to play centrally, they do get that creativity from the fullbacks, but they'd still fucking cut you apart if you, if you give Henderson, Fabinho and everything to him and the ball. We've seen Fabinho's ball last year, home to United. Beautiful ball for the, the man a goal. Mm. If, if you, if you, uh, want to go down the middle. So that's, that's the problem teams have. And like, fellas with a million times better football brands than any of us that are on fucking millions of pounds every mm. year are struggling to, to, uh, to find a way to stop adapt. us I know Spurs last year when they changed from 3 at the back I think they went 4-2-3-1 or it might have been vice versa they they kind of nullified us in the second half until we got the scuttery winner but like like I said there's, there's there's managers out there getting paid fucking millions of quid and they're struggling to to to, to stop the the, the full backs yeah so. when you're when you're like worrying about cutting out the supply line mm. to a full back yeah, you know, you know, you know, you're up against something very, very special. And going back to the, you mentioned the front three, the different units and the front three and the setting traps and all that. Like City got out, like and he took out torn. Yeah. yeah, like the, City got out quite a few times, yeah. but you can only imagine that. Like they play lesser teams and they're playing out, and they know a stray pass here or there, they'll be all right. Yeah, but I think the concentration levels that was required from them playing out yesterday like those take it's toll they, yeah. they like one pass there like and Liverpool like some teams some teams when if if a team are getting out cause like City did get out a few times will kind of drop off yeah. and say right look at the, they're, they're playing Liverpool never did they stayed pressed up they stayed setting the traps and I must take out of them to trying to play out now on that any fucking mistake here and it's probably going to be in the net yeah look you know at, I, mean? I mean it's a it's a pleasure to watch like if you mm. take your uh, you know your your Liverpool glasses off mm. and you watch two teams playing like that both te- teams playing out for, uh, from the back both attacker, both sets of attackers going at mm. the ball you but know for the neutral like, and then just we, we, then just neutral, the a, ball uh, like you, you it was a, you couldn't miss that game. I said like I was yeah. sitting there, pots gone, fucking climbing yeah. yeah. behind the couch stuff because <laughs> yeah. like because you're in the height of it. But yeah. if you know allegiance to that team, there you're getting the popcorn out and putting your feet up because oh, you know absolutely. it's absolutely yeah. going to be fucking yeah. just top draw. The balls there, uh, fullbacks fizzing the ball back to their goalkeeper. The trust they have in their goalkeeper. The goalkeeper either going long and pinging the ball yeah. onto someone's chest in the middle of the park, or else just playing the ball into the middle where the the six players. Are out to the fullbacks again, and just the ball moving around. The next thing you know, they're away. It's it's an absolute pleasure. Like you know, we're we're looking at 
we're not looking just looking at two really really high quality teams we're looking at two teams who are playing football in with the best intentions possible for the sport it's it's great for the sport the sport i think they're the two best teams in europe mm, at the moment yeah. Oh, yeah we watched how the real galacticos used to play football how enjoyable that was uh, and we watched the barcelona team when uh, you know 2000 and sort of eight nine ten and we we just we just couldn't take our eyes off them and now it's our turn mm-hmm. you know what i mean now it's our turn to enjoy this sort of football like the focus the the eyes of the world football is on liverpool at the moment and like, that game yesterday like from one to eleven like alison becker and goal right back for top class like van dyke Van Dijk has a pair of Heelys on, on the pitch floating around. That's what it's like. That's how, that's how, how good he made it. That's how slow, how good he can slow the game down. Yeah. He was unbelievable. I actually did, I don't see, I think I seen him sprint once when it was with, uh, Jesus into the corner. He <laughs> absolutely bounced on him. He absolutely hopped on him, stopped the ball, played it. I think Sterling had a bit of a kick at him towards the end. Hopefully he's not injured like oh, no, no, he's got international but, free kick there but it yeah. was it's like this to see what's going on with the team now and like especially the first eleven, it's actually a well oiled machine and I actually listened to an interview with uh, Chamberlain and he was saying that at the level that Chamberlain is at, he still can't get into this team. Yeah. And he's performing and like he said he's not up to scratch like a hundred percent yet. But like what like the work that Vinaldum, Fabinho and Henderson do is just Unreal. Like I'd say, the lads like they must ha- obviously be have their stats and see what they're at, and they must be looking at Henderson and Wijnaldum's numbers, going, "Holy mother of God, I have to keep up yeah. with this." Because like Wijnaldum on the ball yesterday, if he doesn't, if he if he holds onto the ball, he just moves and relieves pressure. Yeah, he do- he doesn't take it into bad. Like he doesn't get himself caught in bad situations. There's always a pass on. If he needs to, if he's facing his back to goal, he puts his foot in the plays it back. But if not, like you see yesterday, like I think there was a little bit of skit, like taking off fellas, beating one or two, he's on the far side of him, and then he's playing forward. And then we're in, we're on the counter then. Yeah. And just like, as you said about Henderson, Henderson covered, he was like helping Trent out that much that he sacrificed his game. And then Fabinho was just reading the game. But Henderson and Wijnaldum have to trust and Robertson and Trent have to trust Fabinho to do his job because it's yeah. essentially three centre-backs Van Dijk, Fabinho and Lovren when we're attacking because yeah. Fabinho doesn't join in as high no because he, sit, he sits the deep by the tree but it's just it's a different level like as, as David was saying like the tree boys up top are the, the, I think Neville said it Mourinho said it they're all saying it the, the three best strikers in the world the, tr- the best partnership in the world yeah yeah. I'm all them yet at Capella University Education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. Steve was kind of like you think I'm back like when the game's over and your head is fried and you're, you're trying to think you're trying you're trying to think yourself like who, who played well there. You know what I mean? You're, you're thinking back and. Just think about it, like I thought the two centre backs were very good for being out for me, you know, as well. But Jeannie was probably slightly the standout. A mate of mine was over the game, his brother, a couple of lads, and they like they watched that football and stuff like that, and was talking to them. And they said it was more a game that like the whole team was eight out of ten, but mm. they were. They said that the shape that the, that Liverpool kept was just fucking rock solid, yeah. rock solid, and that was that's what stood out for them. 
the 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 shape the, the shape that they kept because mm. I I thought I thought City I thought City were very good when they got into their half they couldn't yeah. defend but when they got into their half I thought they were very good I thought they were as you'd expect like yeah. it's, it's not it's not a game where you we pissed all over them they had no chances no that they like we defended very well at times. They missed a couple of chances mm-hmm. as, as we did mm-hmm. as well. Like I'm not saying they didn't deserve it. Now the game, like we totally deserved uh, to win, but like they were very good, mm. so we had to be on our toes. Yeah, we did. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think Klopp looked at the the, the left full for City. What's his name? The Spanish lad, Angelino. Angelino. Yeah. I think Klopp kind of they kind of tried to hone in on him that he be under pressure and I think the first 20 minutes of the game it was he was kicking the ball out play a few straight passes so obviously they tried to target him and double up on him and, and get round him do you know yeah, what I mean he, so, uh, he uh, very early on he looked like he was struggling he reminded yeah. me of uh, McGregor against Diaz in the first one <laughs> yeah. hands, hands on his hips hands on his hips he's breathing into his belly he's fucked <laughs> he, can't, he just can't wait Neville yeah. said actually in the commentary he mentioned he just goes I think there's a half an hour gone he's his hands on his hips yeah. blowing like yeah yeah. you can imagine it like I'd say yeah. it's like a fucking tornado you, yeah. you wouldn't know who would be chasing him. no you wouldn't Mane goes left Salah goes right yeah. and Bobby's in the middle with the bright heap on the yeah. muck and he even sent uh, Mane over to that side then as well mm. uh, <laughs> that so fucking, yeah exactly probably coped a bit better actually but what I liked about the front three as well, I think I remember Salah picking the ball up about 10 yards outside their box and breaking. Mane doing the same and Firmino back defending. Mm. It's like they're all like lads. It's one in, all in type of deal. Because they yeah. walk that socks up as well. Like I know Salah yeah. couldn't have to come off because of his ankle. Seen a picture of uh, he'd a big bag of ice on his ankle. Yeah. Like, he's actually, on the pitch. He's, they, he's injured the club. He's to get a scan, but he went to Egypt before getting it. Right. Yeah, man, David Lynch, the standard, is yeah, he, yeah. he, he, he tweeted, I've just seen it there about a half an hour ago, that there's a, there's a slight concern that it's, it's a bit of a recordance in it, and, uh, now, do he, you, do he needs a scan. Recently enough, they sent a Liverpool representative with him mm. back to Egypt. No, I don't know. And, uh, the same happened with Mane as well. So. Is it to keep annoying them, like, to make sure they're not doing something they should, like, well, they should like, be trying on with all due respect to like the African nations that play, I don't think that. Me- I think at times that me- like some of the some of the medical teams, I, w- I wouldn't say are. Yeah, I mean, standards. I just think it's yeah, I just think it's standard. Yeah, it makes sense that they they send some of them just make sure that they're they're sorted and if there is any risks, they're not taken. They would look like, they're big now. funding there like, yeah. for a lot of them countries. They, they wouldn't they wouldn't have a shot. Didn't yeah. Kay to get a jockey back oh, off the yeah. pitch when uh, when he got injured in one of the games? <laughs> oh, yeah. They'd now. Yeah. Uh, they don't stretch out there, so you got a jockey back off. They're going back to a culture where there's massive political pressure on them. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it, it's mad. These international breaks used to really piss me off, but we get an extra week now to just I've let the seed just let like it just it just let yeah. wait like it comes down we look at that bit of radioactive ash well just when it settles down we kick back up in two weeks time international breaks are shit but when you when you beat City <laughs> they go eight points clear and nine points clear of them it's, yeah. it's, it's not a bad one like yeah look we, we, we kind of done the game we'll, we'll move on right we're in the international break now and we get the chance to enjoy and reflect on the last group of games mm-hmm. since the international breaks and I remember you, you have these conversations like how many points will you take you know we do we distinct our way in a way to Villa mm-hmm. we knew that was going to be difficult um, and we had of course we had the City game but like 12 games played now and 2 points dropped 
And I don't know how that measures up with some of our best starts in history. Like, you know, going back to the, the great days. Who well, said it in here before? If you want to win the league, you want to be champions, you have to be going to win every game. It's as simple as yeah. that. You, like, if we had a try to play yesterday and try and get the draw out of the game yesterday, then we probably would have been pissed off because if you want to win the league, you need to win all our games. You need to just go for it. That, like, what have we got to lose? Yeah. We finished second last year at 90 odd points. 97 97. Points, like, that wins the league how many years every, in a row? Every league except for the two. Two city. Mm. There you go. You know, that's the standard now. That's the, that's what we're at. So that's that's this. Like I think that's that's the difference now between this year and last year. I know we probably had one in the Champions League last year, but I think the major focus now is on the lake, and I think Sunday showed you that. I think yeah. like the, the way we played, the way everything geared up, the way Klopp was going on, turning into a Troy mentality. I yeah. want the bleeding hot dog man on his A game, yeah. but it gets everybody rolling and singing off the same hymn sheet and. Everybody, everyone's like, Leona thinks then going into the ground and it's just, it's different because I'd never heard a roar like anything like that when, when the goal went in. The noise, yeah, yeah. even watching it in the pub, I was like, holy jays, the noise of that. But that's, I don't know, I, I don't know anyone that was in the ground and like, but and what they said about the atmosphere, but it seemed like the place was on rails. Uh, and it, 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 it seemed, um, it seemed like the, the commentators were being uh, drowned out and you could hear the volume. From the microphones in the ground. Well, the two commentators weren't fucking talking a whole lot. <laughs> didn't really want to be. No, did they? they were disgraced. But yeah. there's a few times like the chance got going, and mm. you could hear the the fella in the mixing desk in the in the big van outside was was doing his bit to to make make it the commentators heard. No, I, I know a couple of people I went to the game. Yeah, the atmosphere was unbelievable, yeah. and uh, yeah, Klopp Klopp doesn't have to call upon fans to do that but it's an opportunity out there to talk about how important the fans the role they play here how important everybody is like he doesn't mean the hot dog man but he, he's just giving a general analogy yeah. for everybody everybody yeah. you know he doesn't want he doesn't want assholes on a social media around on the bus he doesn't want any crack with the bus mm-hmm. coming in which didn't happen saying, didn't happen yeah, yeah. Without saying it, these are the things he just wants everything to run perfectly because when he gets to the point on the pitch, he doesn't want any distraction. Mm. He wants everything, everybody together, everyone working as a unit. You know, we're going, we're, we're, we've all got clap managing our football team and we're experiencing probably the greatest area in our, in our generation anyway. You football. know, we all came out of, you know, the, the late 80s growing up and we got the tail end of it and we we dipped that toe in a few times like you know under Julia and Rafa but like this is this is more exciting than anything his uh, team is a different level to anything that's yeah. that's that's came on it's just a shame that Guardiola is at City and yeah and, and, but like, listen he's going toe to toe now and it's starting to pay dividends because we can see now what the team is about but what's happening with everyone now? I think yeah. that, well, I think we're flying. I think, as I think all opponents said, we're the best team and one of the best teams in the world. Yeah, right now, right now, I, mm. I firmly believe that, and it's not even like it's not even a stretch to say it. Like you know, we're better than all the teams in Italy. Barcelona and Real are in decline. Exactly. No, in decline. Yeah. Both managers are a week from the sack. Yeah, depending on the result, whatever way a result goes. But yeah. It's, it's, it, it is, yeah. It's, mm. we, we're European champions. Yeah. We're going over 
to this fucking thing at Qatar to see can we bring home this yeah. fucking chocolate trophy and then fucking <laughs> but I don't care we, like now look at prioritise the league all day but if yeah. we win that World Cup thing yeah best in the world world champions <laughs> world champions it's like in America when they win the world series the world series yeah, yeah. yeah. the only country yeah. in the world yeah yeah, Super Bowl, they're world yeah. champions. We need to do that with uh, with the Dubs, don't we? Yeah, Dubs are world champions. World GAA champions. Yeah. What's the point of being the All Ireland? Exactly. <laughs> We'd beat anyone in Australia, anyone in uh, in America. World champions up the Dubs. We, we are, like you're saying there uh, about blocks of games, and I, I think it's probably gone under the radar a little bit. But like we played Spurs, City, United, yeah. Leicester, Arsenal, yeah, and City. The whole lot. We pl- played them sixteen points from eighteen. So that obviously, like, we're going into, we're going into a period now, particularly December. Yeah. From now to December where, like, it's fucking a shoulder to the wheel because there's games fucking all over the shop. But, like, we've the Derby and we've Leicester. Like. In the mix. In the mix. Mm. You'd be hoping to take care of everything. Um, wouldn't, like, disrespect them or anything like that because it's a Derby, but you'd be hoping to take care of them, particularly at home. And then you've the Leicester. So, what I'm saying is, is that obviously if you're after playing five of the sides, like I know Arsenal and Spurs are both struggling, but they're both mm. decent sides, particularly yeah. Spurs, even though they're, they're forward or down, whatever is going on with them. But they've quality all over the pitch. It obviously makes your, like, makes your upcoming games that yeah. bit easier because you're after taking them out of the yeah. equation as well. We play Chelsea away as well, you know what I mean? That, yeah. that, that's... That's going to be a serious three points. Sheffield United, who are, uh, you know, they're in the top yeah. six. Yeah. Out of the top six teams, like the five in behind us, we beat them all. Yeah. I don't know what that is. And there's been bits of talk, different pundits and radio shows and all, we're not, we're not playing particularly well and stuff like that and all, but I think, I think these are looking at results rather than games. Do you know what I mean? A 2-1 win and a last minute penalty. Look, Leicester had one shot and goal yeah. that day. Yeah. We fucking, we bet the fucking breaks off them. Yeah. They got a goal. We really fair enough. We got a last minute penalty to win it. The same Sheffield United. So my name is two fucking sitters. I know. I know yeah, the keeper yeah. threw one in, but my name is two sitters. Hit the post when he did the goal down and then he was through one goal and scored one. Like when, like, I know the, the clean sheet thing is obviously something that we're not really used to because we were so, tight and conceding obviously there's a bit of a change Pep Linders alluded to it doing one of his press conferences for the League Cup that the lads seem to be happier playing a high line mm. maybe the, the the VAR probably has something to do with that yeah. like what Paddy was saying but I think yeah goals against Colin won't be like won't be just what claims you each take if you can if you concede one goal and no more yeah. you're grand yeah. and if we concede one goal in my opinion Every for for every game the rest of the season, I think we win the league. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, and I know conceding one, you're only a mistake away. You've got you've got one. I know you concede one, you're only mistake away from getting two and uh, conceding two, and then things get out of hand, and the games obviously did much more. But like your goals against Callum, if you, if you're conceding one, if you're keeping it at one, yeah, you'll you'll be alright. Yeah, like I don't know. Someone said to me earlier on Twitter, like, there's not. There were, there were, someone was slagging off uh, the Arsenal TV thing mm. and uh, somebody says like is there a need for that or would you be embarrassed if Liverpool like you know people like mm. providing content out there were doing that now like what Arsenal are going through at the moment is like a totally different thing like we couldn't possibly have a podcast or someone out at the back of, out, outside the ground 
going on like them cabbages at the mm. moment. Because what is there? So your man, called, this fella replied, he called for, you know, um, critical analysis, right? You know, productive or what you call it, constructive criticism and all that. But I mean, what is that to, what yeah. is that to constructively criticize? Okay, right, you're talking about marginal wins and late penalties and late goals and a few things going our way. But we're going to have stages of the season where we're going to whop teams. We're going to have stages of the season where we're going through. That's that's what the challenge of winning a league is all about. I mean, you look back, you can look back in a season, whether it's a success or a failure, and start critically analysing parts of it. But Jesus, like, what can you what can you possibly say wrong? Nobody. After 12 games. And the Champions League, you know, we've been way more potent now in the mm. Champions League as well than we were last year. We mm. were hoping that we'll have the Champions League group wrapped up top in, the next of the, game. in the next game. Mm. That's what we're hoping for. And then we and we can, it means down from the 7th of December onwards, we've had uh, dead rubbers. Mm. Apart from one late game, the Watford one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's around the 16th or something before they go play Villa and then away. Mm. So there is a huge fixture congestion ball. Like constructive criticism, right? Like there's really like you watch any game. Like I watched, it was away a few weeks ago, and I watched uh, United and Newcastle. The one that Newcastle beat them, right? Now United were tortured, like really bad, Mm. really bad. But they still created. Like they were still in the game. They were still in the game, yeah, and and creating bits of chances and half chances and and like. Ball bounces either way and they get a goal. There's, like, no matter how much you're bashing a team or anything like that, a, t- a team generally creates a couple of chances yeah, against yeah, you. Yeah. Like, generally, they will. Mm. You know what I mean? Where they, like, it be, a, you take your foot off the gas or whatever like that. So you're never, like, you're really gonna be, have a fucking 11 hour ten performance where they don't get near your fucking goal and your goalkeeper doesn't touch the ball. That, yeah. that generally doesn't happen. So, like what you were saying there, what, 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 what constructive criticism about what? Yeah. Like being eight points clear yeah. at the top of the league, haven't, like, this isn't a start like I alluded to earlier where we've played all the bottom, we've played two of the top six and we've played everyone else from down the bottom, including the three teams in relegation zone. Oh, yeah. It's, it's fucking like, it's been a rough start yeah. in fixture wars and we've come through it. So, like, I, I, to me, that constructive criticism thing is probably a little veiled yeah. fucking thing as mm. let's start fucking people giving just, out about people probably players, like. It's people probably saying that the fullbacks are too high. So that's why we're conceding goals. But yeah. don't look at what the fullbacks are contributing up the other end of the pitch. Yeah. So it's cutting your nose off to spite your face, like, yeah. do you know what I mean, type of thing. So people, that, like, if, if you were going to say that, but I don't, I, like, if we win the sea, if we win the league, I didn't, no one's gonna give a monkeys. No, no one's gonna care if we win the league. Nobody. Now every other fan in England and Ireland might be there might be an atomic bomb of seed that we <laughs> might have to deal with. But like for us, like we've we've watched United do this for years. We've watched Chelsea do it for a bit, City do it for a bit. Where Chelsea were years ago under Mourinho were relentless. Ferguson's teams were relentless. The last seven minutes of a football match of Alex Ferguson's teams were one nil down. They were still in the game. And they'd probably go on to win if they scored a goal. It felt like yeah. twenty seven yeah. minutes. But that's yeah. but that like but that's but that's what we're that's what we have now. The last few minutes of a game, one nil down, Liverpool get one. 
more likely get another one. Yeah. Because that's the level we're at now. And as, as I said at the start, teams will look at us now winning games the last minute, the manner we're winning games, and then beating City in the manner we just did. Teams will be looking at that and saying, like the way City were last year, teams are beaten before City got off the bus. Yeah. So that could probably roll into the, to us now. But the way that everyone goes on and people aren't happy with this player, people aren't happy with that player, just be fucking happy about winning games. Yeah. And, we're, and we're, we're at the top of the table. Like we're, we're at the, we're at the big meal, as you'd say, and we're, we're, we're challenging for Champions League, we're challenging for leagues, we're in the league cup, we're going to this world yeah. club cup thing. Like, we were so long we're out fucking nothing and now people still make up little sonar detector yokes yeah. for passing and stuff like that people are missing the point you need to yeah. enjoy it they probably don't they, a lot of the fellas doing that they might be younger now not to paint the you know <coughs> a younger generation you know don't like this idea of categorising millennials or mm. baby boomer boomers mm. and all that yeah. but the younger generation probably haven't suffered no. <laughs> like we have yeah. I think we're probably you know, probably the worst generation. Our, our, our dads and all our brothers uh, seeing Liverpool lift trophies all yeah. over Europe, and they got to enjoy it. And and we're we're the generation that had to uh, be going. You know, got the names for you. Oh, next year is our year. Yeah. And then we were deluded and all that. But well, when you put that down, when you when you take that back and you start recording across, you're right. Look, we all want the lake. Yeah. Or oh, that shot over there. But we get castigated by fans of other clubs. Like I, I didn't see us win the league the last time. Right? I'm that young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. But, like, from then, so kind of like, 92 was kind of the first kind of stuff I remember watching. Now, I do, yeah, like, yeah. remember, so the, the FA Cup final and all that, right? I've seen us win every trophy in the, in the world of football, except the league. Yeah. But, like, fucking, Johnny from fucking the follows West Ham is on giving Liverpool fans fucking shit yeah. and fucking and Evertonians and this that like of course yeah. we want to win the league yeah. but fucking hell we've seen us lifting some trophies yeah. like, the, like the City fans were at it like you know we were we, about the decision when you know they're talking about oh should they, the Scousers will take anything now you know they haven't seen the league in 30 years then guys are the equivalent of somebody winning the Euro Millions yeah they were nothing until the money came along and, and Liverpool Liverpool we've done it in the right manner we've done it in the right manner and we suffer for a long time uh, we hit a bad 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 dip just with the um, the Hodgson era the Hodgson era <laughs> but I, I'm going back to the Moors and yeah. you know family owned club they didn't got the money or the vision to to see what to put us on a financial footing yeah yeah so we lost ground we lost while football was developing into such a you know a money business, thing yeah. and a business other clubs were, see, were seeing this vision and you know the London clubs Arsenal and and Chelsea like you know they were Nels just more Post. in touch with it yeah. you know so but we we still managed to lift trophies out throughout them years we still managed to win European Cups UEFA Cup FA Cups League Cups we still we still done it but but now is our time we made up unbelievable ground in the last 8 years 9 years on our FSG's FSG, on the and here we are now, like, I know you don't know, I think, I think we're coping quite well with it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> last year, last year I didn't want to say we'd win the league, but there was a time, there was a time I felt that, no, sorry, I, would, I never really felt we're definitely going to win the league, I wouldn't be that, you know, confident going around and be, be saying that, but we were in with a chance 
a big, big chance. We're in a tight race, massive chance. But it's but this season, this season, we are proven to be the best team mm. in the league. But again, Andy, it, like I, I know, like we, we can't get carried away either. Like it, it is only mid-November. There is a lot of games we've played. We are looking the best out of the tail of us and City. Now, don't get me wrong, City have had injuries. We've had injuries as well. We only have back back couple of games. Like yeah. so we like like God forbid if anyone now the back got injured like Van Dyke, Trent or Robertson, I think we'd we struggle if we lost Van Dyke. Up top, I don't think so much. I think if Salah was out for a while, I think Origi or Chamberlain or something would come in and the things would be rejigged. But I think we'd be we'd be at more of a loss defensively than we would be attacking wise. If we lost anyone out of back I think it hurt us more than if we lost anyone out of front three. I know I know the front three work as a unit but still we've brought goals in off the bench and stuff like that. Like even have Lalana chipping in with a goal against yeah. United and stuff like that. So it's just like it's just we just have to go with it. That's all we can do, really. Like yeah, I, you just I, have to Yeah. Look I know it's 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 what it always comes back to. We we've just so many really important players now that people think if you took them out it would have a detrimental effect on us we lost our goalkeeper mm-hmm. I mean, last season I was told by other fans that without Alisson we would have never been in the title race I think he deserves a bit of a rocking in with the goalkeepers union on that for yesterday but like nothing overly spectacular but no. just solid as fuck yesterday mm-hmm. two crosses, crosses when you need yeah. to come balls going back to him first back dealing with them Distribution, top notch, couple of saves, just you can't do one. Just, just a, just a. No. I, I actually think he's getting more of a presence even now as as the as his career is going to progress at Liverpool. Like yeah. He's getting more of a, but didn't want to go on about that. But just thought yesterday he was no, uh, really, 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 really we, solid. We're, we're we're having a shot here between yeah. us, the three yeah. of us tonight. Uh, why not talk about Alisson? We want to talk about. I, I thought I thought he was uh, excellent without standing out, yeah. which yeah. big massive saves. Mm. Um, just commanding his area, just the trust that he has there. There was a punch yeah. away the ball. I, I can't fucking remember, but he, he kind of punched it with uh, the two fists mm. away away from the goal. Mm. And it's just it's just things like that. You're mm. oh, fucking a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. A fucking goalkeeper. And, and, and other fans that uh, of other clubs. That have been say happy with a goalkeeper, not necessarily like punching at the same level. There might look at a game and go, really went in there. But when yeah. we've had years of fucking Mignolet, like with the with the fall off Arena, that was really dramatic. Yeah. Then we went into Mignolet. Carius wasn't the answer. Like, like we haven't been looking at a decent goalkeeper since peak Reina years, which no. is yes, probably talking ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That, like you said, to be sitting there going, fuck, like, we know the one you're talking about, fizz comes in, fizz that, I'm like a yeah. half cross, half yeah. shot. Yeah. Like, split second, make your mind up, do you catch it? Parry. When you get away, do you parry it? Now, two fists on it, two two, fists. 25 yards out. How does he, I mean, that's just unbelievable instinct, he's just, he's just saying things mm. happen. A bit quicker, and we can't say we can't say anything about the goal. It's a great finish, boy. Oh, it's uh, a brilliant finish! He, it, like he, he can't get any more in the no, corner. He no, tried. Like, Jesus, the post. Uh, the post. yeah. Like Bernard is a fantastic player. The technique there. Like, I love a good left foot player. Uh, the technique. Yourself, the, yeah, yeah. You know, he opened a can of beans there. <laughs> <laughs> Open the doors with his left foot. Yeah. <laughs> he flicked them up and uh, into a pot there and boiled them up. <laughs> but uh, I know the absolute the technique, the way. Um, the way he just wraps his foot around and the spin he puts on the ball to just fizz it across the ground and into the net. Well, yeah, I mean, 
some some shots aren't uh, stoppable. Does it take a deflection going across the box and go back towards him? Because I think yeah, like, we, look, we look yeah, we look solid like we look like we had our line ready. Yeah, I don't think Rob, like if we wanted to be critical, you could say Robertson doesn't react quick enough. But he just he just it's a great finish. It's yeah, a I very very good finish. Yeah, Fabinho gets kind of out muscled by uh, Kevin De Bruyne. People mm. were uh, Klopp was going mad for a free out. That wasn't actually VAR checked, was it? No, I'm not sure. Oh, I, I think, think it was actually. Was it? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. But do we care? Do we don't no. care? We literally Couldn't don't. Give the monkeys. We don't. But just on the going care. back on the like yeah, reluctant to say we'll win the league and stuff like that. You know from the WhatsApp, I'm fucking like pessimistic. Yeah. Like, seeing us, yeah. <laughs> like see, like fair enough. We've had heartbreak, as in like the. The the Rogers year with Suarez and stuff like that and all. So it's like uh, until Henderson is standing there holding that thing above his head. Uh, yeah. Like uh, I just I'm not getting I'm not getting I I refuse to let myself get too um too worked up about or, or get too carried away. Now having said that, when you lay all the facts out, mm-hmm. of course you're looking at it going. Like what Kane said, like your man asked him, you you were chasing teams before coming back mm. to win the league. You said N- never as good a team as this. Though we yeah. didn't chase. We've lost when you lay it out. We've only lost one in our last fifty league games or something like that. X, Y, and Z, and if you correlate that yeah. to what's going forward, well yeah. then being unbeaten about four hundred games. Do, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like so, like it'll be like something a bit mad will have to happen, but it's yeah. Liverpool and some mad shit fucking. <laughs> Well, Daisy Lovren in the team, you never know. Do you know what I mean? I don't have it. Like, I don't, like, that's just me. Like, I will just keep myself fucking half. So I just go, right, just keep it fucking. I totally understand people going, look at nine points. My mate was onto me there earlier. He he follows Will, actually. He goes, legs over. I was like, look. Oh, no, we had yeah, like, I mean, it's easy for someone, to say for someone else to you say. Know, how many points did we ahead of them last year when we had to play them in the Etihad? They the game. They the People try and uh, make this. They, we were seven points ahead, right? We yeah. Played the game in hand. Right. If we had a beat, then we would have went ten points ahead with with them. Same game man, yeah. So we were yeah, seven points ahead. It's not. It's like, not they're not playing at home. They're offered. With yeah. the to go we're going to play clearly. against them. Seven points ahead with the game in hand. So they're, going, they're always going to win their fucking game in hand. That's yeah. four points. Yeah. The lead then was the lead was four points, mm. and then they beat us. Yeah. You know what I mean, like. Well, just like that's what people be thinking. Like, oh, we yeah. can't get. And then they away. they lost to Newcastle, and we drew. You were at the Leicester game, were you? Yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. why. And, and we drew that one. I should have had a fucking penalty. VAR was in. We fucking yeah, had a penalty. Hundred percent. Well, we probably wouldn't. They would have. Yeah, probably would have fucking exactly. That was the game we felt it slipped through our fingers last year. We yeah. pick a game outside of the two matches playing Liverpool and City. I he was I said conceding the goal right at half time and all. It was yeah. a bit just. Oh. It was a stinker yeah, yeah. cold night. The pitch was we couldn't play football on the pitch and uh, all the sleet and ice. Um I kinda put the I kinda thought in the last few weeks that Liverpool could not drop points against City. And I mean across the two games. Mm. They they they'd win the league. So we beat them mm. and we could probably afford to be beaten by them. If things keep going the way And we don't are. play them till quite late actually yeah, again. Yeah. It's the fourth of April or something like so that. You would wonder how how significant it'll be, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be a big game no matter what. But I don't know, I think we should be allowed to get a little bit carried away. You've got fellas like Kane, Sunus, um Mourinho. Mourinho, Wenger, um like big, big, big names, serial winners. 
who know about winning. Poor old Vincent Company wouldn't concede that, and yes, he no, sure he wouldn't. No, he, he was he snapping. Put on, he, put on, <laughs> he put on a horrible performance. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. It was uh, They couldn't make one positive point about Liverpool that he could agree with. But I think someone said, I don't know if it was Gav talking last night, that somebody sent any comment saying Vincent Company was like a player who'd been sent off and got sent up to yeah. the box of the commentary. Mm. That's what it was like. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, I didn't see, I just watch bits and pieces of Mourinho on it. I tell you, I think he crawled from fucking Portugal to London to manage Liverpool. The way, the way he, he's looking around, he's just, he's saying everything really, t- I know, I'm not saying fucking give him the job yeah. in a few years <laughs> or anything like it, do you know what I mean? But I'm just, like, you can just, you can just see in his, in his face the way he's talking, he'd fucking crawl from his gaff up to fucking Melwood. Yeah, before he took over United and what happened at United, I'd have took him. Mm. Um, I think there's a few but, things about Mourinho, like he, I think he burnt, burnt out a long time ago. He's an absolute shithouse as well, he yeah. just loves winding people up and pissing people yeah. off, he loves it when he's yeah. at a club, like. Yeah, and uh, he, you know, he, he's not a fit. For our mm. club, like, and our unity, and the, you can't have an individual like mm. that. He's, he's all about him. Yeah. But like we think, do, I we do think he loves Liverpool. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. there's definitely, uh, yeah. an, um, like I an think appreci- he definitely respects the club, yeah. the appreciation, the fans, the, the, just the way everything is wrong. He talks to the place, yeah. he respects what goes on. But did you hear Wenger talking about mm. Anfield saying that Anfield yeah. is a fortress again mm. and it's the best team in the world and, Everything just, it's all one big group. He said, yeah. the, from the fans to, to the players to the manager, he said, it's all, it's all going the same way. It's all. Well, like, the, it, we wouldn't, look, even, even for him, like, if he dug down and done, like, any due diligence, he'd know himself it's not the club for him, the way he manages. Yeah. Like, fair enough, it gets thrown about, we fork out the money for Allison. And, uh, Van Dyke and all, but the tweet going around there, uh, no, it, was, was 72 million net spent in the four years yeah. that he's there. Like, that's fucking nothing. <sighs> that, bro, I, yeah. not, I would not have anyone talk about how much we spent for, no, do you know what I mean? Van Dijk, exactly. when you look at fucking Harry Maguire, I'm sorry. As Van der Vaart said, if Maguire's worth 80 million, Van Dijk is worth 300. Yeah, look, me bollocks, we had to go out, we had, we had no goalkeeper, and we had to go out and buy the get best one. goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah. That's the ambition the club has for this club. Yeah. Go out and get the best goalkeeper. I want him, What's I want no one. Yeah. In going out and buying another Carrius. to develop. Exactly. He hasn't got the time to develop it. No. Nope. Oh, yeah, and my point I'm is, is like, Mourinho, you'll be, you, you, be signing the Van Dijk and Mourinho will want another 75 for another defender the following year. And that's, yeah. like, that's, that's just not, not the way Liverpool do business. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They, they, they uh, they won't do it like that, but yeah, I just, I thought he was, it was an absolute dead giveaway. I'm in the studio there yesterday. He was just, uh, fucking, you could see it in his face. He'd love to be out there, man, in Liverpool. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I know it was, it was muted, wasn't it? Like, he was, he had a choice between us and Chelsea and stuff like that. Yeah, and that. yeah all yeah, that kind of stuff. Like yeah. I think, no, was it not Rick Parry said, remember when Porto be United and Old Trafford and he ran down the sideline? Mm. There was a yoke saying Rick Parry was asked, like, Jose Marine, he says, a Liverpool manager wouldn't do that. Wouldn't run down the line like he did. Never he ran down the touch run and celebrated. <laughs> That's until the clock came along. Yeah. yeah. But no, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. at, at the time when, uh, I think it was, I think we are looking at, I think it was when Benitez, around yeah. Benitez, for Benitez came in, like, yeah. but listen, it's all, it's all in the past now. We're only looking at what's to come, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully Klopp signs a new, uh, four year deal for the crack. Yeah, <laughs> for just like, it, it seems fairly accepted amongst everybody that. Um, that he's gonna go after yeah. his current day lens. You have to enjoy, um, you have to enjoy. It. I don't know, like, hopefully he has such a good time over the next two years that he wants to stay on longer, but 
no matter what, we have to enjoy that. Exactly. This, this, enjoy is, this is my argument about enjoy getting excited about winning the league. I'm like, you know, I'm like that Paddy Power. Uh, <laughs> where your and man's work. like you're working on and you're trying to play it down and you're trying to like you don't want to be seen to be getting carried away but I'm amongst friends here yeah. <laughs> Liverpool uh, there's no one going to be listening to this who isn't a Liverpool fan I hope and I think I think we're, we're favourites in the league I believe oh, we're in the league no, I, do, I, do, I do think we're favourites but I just think that there is a long way to go and of course we, we have to, to yeah. we have to just hope that we don't get any big injuries and maybe we don't know if anybody's coming in in January maybe has a eye on someone to, to bulk up the squad because yeah. we know th- December is going to take a big toll on the squad like with, le- with, with, with the amount of games the volume yeah. of games the travelling and all that is going to be a dip if it's around Christmas, then hopefully we have the, the point in the bag that we can afford one slip up or a drawer here or there or wherever, just to keep us on top, you know? Mm-hmm. I think we've done, we've said enough for now. Um, yeah. No, I just want to finish off uh, just from the uh, day trip. It was great to see Sean Cox back. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, you know, very heartwarming for any fan to, to see him there and... You know, we got the treatment he deserved. You know, it was brought here to me. I seen him sitting there with the the jacket on with his yeah. initials on mm-hmm. and all yeah. that. And yeah, you got to hope now he's he's got a place, his own place there for any game he wants yeah. to go to. His wife spoke very well. She was interviewed by off the ball, and yeah. she spoke very well. It's obviously not easy. She's in Sheffield with him. Yeah, at the, yeah, at the, at the minute yeah. for his uh, rehab. She said he's making. Uh, I'm sure. Look, I'm sure a lot of listeners maybe have seen it. Uh, on off the ball, but uh, he's they're happy with him. He's making uh, progress, but still a long way to go. And look, their world is torn upside down. Like they've, I think, kind of college age children that are at home yeah. now alone. And obviously, that's obviously good that they're of that age. But still, for your parents to be away in them circumstances, and just yeah. for the whole family, just geez, it, yeah. it can't be easy. But she spoke very, very well and. Yeah, I'd echo that. Jeez, it was, it was great to see him yeah. there. Yeah, you, you, like, you know, the, the way the, the mind works is very strange. Like, you hope that he gets such a big psychological mm. boost from push him on, being yeah. there and the experience and the win and all that. Just, yeah, like. Well, Klopp, Klopp mentioned that the, like, the players were happy that he was there and yeah, stuff like that. That yeah. the players obviously knew that he was going to yeah, be there. And yeah. Klopp spoke very, very well, even in his um, his pre his press conference, pretty much press conference yeah. about him. You know what I mean? Really. Not like not lip service, you know, kind yeah. of way. No, it's like not. it's and it is, and it's uh, yeah, it's 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 not lip service, you know. He he said that he says I think he was happy to see me, but I was I, I think I was more happy to see, see him, and so we called it a draw, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And yeah, that's yeah. like not lip service, and you know what I mean? It's Klopp, he's just a he's a great way with words. He's a very um, mm. uh, humble human being, and he just suits. The normal and everything, the normal. Everyone's the like, we've all gone to games here, like, and fucking hell, like, for, for something like that to happen, especially if, like, like, I don't know, like, a, a man of that age, like, he was yeah. not, like, looking for a row or a beard up or anything like that, for something like that to happen. And I read the other day the concert and the, the three arena sold out in 15 minutes, and I seen John Bishop saying they're trying yeah. to get a run up and running. I think maybe in, in Liverpool as well mm, for them. Yeah. yeah. So okay. it's it's great. It's they really are uh, rallying around, and it's uh, now it's great to see. It's great yeah, to see. Perfect. Like it's family club, and yeah, mm. brilliant. Right, that's it, lads and ladies, and everybody listening. Uh, Liverpool are absolute 
mustard, we're unbearable, we're winning the league. Ah, yes. <laughs> I know, oh, long way to go, but yeah, that was a, a, a the significance of yesterday was just incredible. Massive anyway. win, huge, 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 huge. win. All right, thanks always to Paddy Lawson, Shane Darren, and I'm your host, Andy. Good luck, good night, good boy. So, let's say you're into yoga, or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.